Hey there. Welcome to I Can, I Am, I Will, the podcast designed to motivate and encourage you so you can build your confidence, you can feel empowered, and you can live a life that you will love. Yesterday we talked about emotional intelligence. Today we are going to talk about it again. Lucky you. <laughs> if you're asking yourself right now, how did I get so lucky? You know what? I don't know, but just enjoy it. <laughs> For those of you who are new here, my name is Lindsay. And with this podcast together, we talk about concepts and topics that are going to help you build your confidence. They're going to help you feel empowered. And you are going to do the things that you want to do and build a life that you will love. If you want to watch a video of the podcast, you can see my lovely face. If you want to see episode transcripts, articles, contact me, support the podcast, you can do so at kenandwill.com. I would love to hear from you. And I would also love any support. Thank you so very much. Yesterday, I talked about emotional intelligence. I gave a definition. And then I talked about the four areas of emotional intelligence. I'm going to go deeper into it today to give you a better grasp of it. We'll start with some benefits. So yesterday I said it's the number one determinant of success. There are a lot of other benefits to emotional intelligence. I looked up a lot of like stats and figures. There's one that say that people who have higher EQ make 30,000 more a year. There's one that said they make 20,000 more a year. What it comes down to is that people who have higher EQs make more money. They're better leaders. They have stronger connections and relationships. They have a stronger connection with themselves. They're going to be more motivated. They're going to have an overall more pleasant and fulfilling life. It's a big deal. Emotional intelligence as an area of study was named in the 1990s by two, I don't know if they were psychologists or psychologists. But then it became popular in 1995 with a book titled Emotional Intelligence. However, people were studying an intelligence and a skill set separate from intellectual ability since the early 1900s. And I'm sure that it has been even before then. I'm really thinking like it was Socrates that referred to something. I would have to look it up. <laughs> but I'm sure that it was even before the 1900s, this has been an area or a topic that people have been discussing. It only got its name in 1990. And like I said yesterday, some people I see, they know what it is. And then other people have no idea what it is. I've had people, they're like, what is EQ? They're like, I have no idea. And it's not saying that there's anything wrong. It's saying that there's an opportunity to grow and to learn and to make your life even better. Because once you understand what EQ is, then you can focus on it. And I gave you the why to focus on it, to have a more fulfilled life, to make more money, to be a better leader, to have stronger relationships with yourselves and others. So then we're going to get back to the what. 
yesterday I talked about four sections of emotional intelligence. I looked it up to see what like the current thing is because it's a lot of it's changing a lot depending on like what the first thing on Google is. Some I see that there's five sections. I would say just to focus on the four personally. The fifth one that I didn't talk about yesterday was self-motivation. They like throw that in there. I don't think that's really something that needs to be called out specifically. To go a little deeper into the four sections and what can happen when you focus on them. The first section is the awareness of your emotions. And that sounds pretty simple. Like you just acknowledge, oh, I'm angry, I'm angry. Or if you feel happy, you're like, I'm happy. But it's more difficult than it sounds. Because sometimes if you feel anxious, you could actually be excited. Or if you feel angry, you could actually be sad. So the awareness of the emotion is not only being aware of the emotion that you think that you're feeling, but then also diving into that and acknowledging why you're feeling it. For example, when I'm driving, I used to get, when I was driving, I used to get mad. Now I don't anymore. Like if someone would cut me off, I would get really mad. But then learning about emotional intelligence, I acknowledged that it wasn't that I was angry. I was actually sad because I felt like they were being inconsiderate and I wouldn't be inconsiderate like that. And then I thought about, I'm like, well, that's just me assuming that they had negative intention, but like, what if they're not paying attention? There have been times when like, I mean, I'm not proud to admit this, but there have been times when I haven't been paying attention. I've accidentally cut people off and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It happens to the best of us. And even if they had like no intention at all and they were just not even thinking about me at all, what does it matter? I don't want that to like ruin my day. So then I acknowledged where that feeling was coming from. And then now it doesn't make me mad. If someone cuts me off, I'm just like, whatever, live your dreams, dude. (laughs) Good for you. Hope you get where you're you're going safe. (laughs) The second part of emotional intelligence that I would like you to focus on is the moderation and management of your emotions. Not really so much moderation, but more management. And this can be hard because in our society, there's a going thing of people saying, you made me mad, you made me angry. And we can go to the default of blaming others for our emotions. Now, a situation can happen that will result in us having an emotion. We should not invalidate that emotion. We should still acknowledge and validate that emotion. That is the emotion that you are feeling. However, with moderating our emotions, or I'm sorry, with uh, managing our emotions, we acknowledge that we control our emotions. You are the only one that can control your emotions. That is in this crazy, ever-changing world, the thing that you can control is your emotions. And that's what we should be focused on. Because when you can control your emotions, then if you're feeling like crap one day, you'll control that. And then you'll still go for your goal. You'll still continually strive. Or you could acknowledge that you're not feeling so great. And then you can manage it by taking a rest day, by acknowledging like I need a break. The third part of emotional intelligence is empathy. I said yesterday, empathy does not mean agreement. You can be empathetic with someone and not agree with their emotional state. 
For instance, with driving, if I was in a car with someone and someone and another driver cut the driver of the car I'm in off, if they cut him off and say like my friend's driving and they get all mad and they're like screaming and yelling, I would not agree with that because I know it's not healthy. However, I would completely understand it. A lot of times, like where uh, there's a popular saying, like, um, just get over it. Or if someone says, like, you're overreacting, that's not being empathetic because you're not validating that person's emotional state. And remember, validation, empathy does not mean that you agree with it. Then the fourth part is influence. I talked about yesterday, Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. If you read that book, then you are already learning emotional intelligence. And influencing people does not need to be a negative thing. People talk about like the dark side of EQ and how it can be like a manipulative thing. But when you know about emotional intelligence, then you're not going to be subjected to that manipulation that's why i tell people like focus on yourself focus on building your own emotional intelligence don't do this like mirroring and whatever other bullshit like there's like this like master class they're like we'll tell you how to mirror so then people will do what you want them to do people are going to know that you're doing that they'll be unconsciously aware of that even if you can't tell that they're aware they are aware of that i notice it when people mirror me sometimes they mirror me just because we have rapport and then, but I still notice that because if you naturally build rapport with someone, then you will most likely start to mirror each other. Like if you see two people walking and they're walking with like the same stride and like the same width, oh my God, it's the cutest thing. When I see that, I'm like, oh, they have such great rapport together. I love that. <laughs> and the important thing to note here is that people who are strong in one area. So someone can be extremely empathetic. They could be weak in another area. They could not be able to manage their emotions. And when I say weakness here, I know people think weakness is like, oh my God, weakness. Like I think weakness is like, it's an opportunity for strength. Weakness isn't a lack, uh, is not a lack of strength. It's an opportunity to find that strength. We're running out of time. I want to continue this tomorrow. We'll do one more episode on EQ tomorrow. I know that you are just super excited. Hold on. Try to try to just relax. I know that the suspense is killing you. <laughs> with that, we're going to end with our eye affirming statements. You can say them with me. Do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Are you ready? I can. I am. I will. Have a great day.